Hey, Natural Born Sisters. Welcome to another episode of Kinky in the Kitchen, where every swirl, curl, coil, and wave is celebrated. You'll hear inspiring stories from women who have left straight hair, wigs, and weaves behind, despite the discrimination and bias, to reclaim their power by rocking their natural hair. Be it spiraled, kinky, defined, or straight. Whether you're already a natural sister or still finding the courage to unleash your beautiful coils, you're not alone, and you're in the right place. Let's get to know your host, She's passionate about inspiring Black women to rock their natural hair with confidence, teaching our Black natural hair-wearing women how to show up despite hair discrimination and biases. She's natural like you and rocks her kinks in the kitchen loud and proud. She's Lisa E., a.k.a. Natural Born Sister. What's up, Natural Born Sisters? It's your girl, Lisa E., a.k.a. Natural Born Sister, a.k.a. Living My Best Life. Welcome to the Kinky in the Kitchen podcast, the show that highlights Black women who are rocking their natural hair with confidence, despite discrimination and bias. In time for Halloween. Last time we chatted, we talked about my gray locks. We dove into some research of what possible reasons could be for my hair graying at such an early age, especially when no one else in my family has grayed that young. So we ruled out genetics. We also talked about my personal story behind it on how I handled my gray hair at work, in the crowds and at home. It was hard for me, but I finally got the courage to embrace my color. And I do believe me having COVID had something to do with it. But this week, sis, I want to directly talk about confidence. So you see, this podcast is about confidence, helping women like you confidently embrace your natural hair unapologetically. I am passionate to see others confidently embrace what was given to them when they were born. Naturalness. I'm a natural hair enthusiast and who believes that being who you are when it comes to being your natural self, that it can definitely encourage confidence. Now, I do understand that it takes more work. It may take a bit more inspiration And this is why the opportunity to invite hairstylists, trichologists, alopecians who've been in the struggle and can share those things that got them through it and anyone else that has an effect on their hair positively can help you with caring and styling of your hair. So this too is a part of confidence development. I want to get you involved for yourself and others, you know, that struggle with this issue. Send me a message. Let me know your questions and how you think you can possibly help someone else. I will be more than happy to create a topic around that and so that it can help you. Anything that can help you, sisters, I'm down for the cause. And it also keeps me going to know what you want and need to hear. So let me know, sis. I just want to help anybody, whatever I can do to help. So let's break out as sisters who we were born this way. Let's be natural born sisters to each other. So listen, there are many types of queens who are bold enough to do the things that may scare the hell out of everyone else because of the things they do fearlessly. Now, remember, this topic is about fear. You know, it's Halloween. So, you know, I had to bring it. (laughs) So listen, um, some of them may be called trap queens, queen bee the queen of England, 
the list can go on. <laughs> I'm being a little funny, even sarcastic maybe, but I'm trying to make a point. But it's the same queen that may be afraid to embrace their natural hair. Now, I may be exaggerating also a bit here, but it's real. We are doing things fearlessly besides embracing who we are. How is that? Let's take the trap queen example for for, for um, an example. I respect the gangster and the fearlessness, but where's that courage when the will to embrace your hair naturally doesn't exist? Look, I can get real technical here, but it doesn't matter. Y'all get my drift, right? And the purpose of using a trap queen as an example is because this is a fictional character made up to identify those women who are into criminal activity fearlessly. And if they are not afraid of doing criminal acts, then they're not afraid to go natural or at least should be in my opinion. And if you don't get what I'm trying to say here, let me know, comment, let's have a conversation. Call me out on my bullshit. If you can find it. And this is not to bring anyone, anyone down on a lifestyle. It just helps me to make a very valid point. So I identified an example that helps me make that point. You feel me? So look, I was super scary growing up. You know, I didn't even like to sleep in the dark. Who, who doesn't like to sleep in the damn dark? I was like, my mother would say, you afraid of your own shadow. She would say that to me often as a kid, but I ain't never seen no shadow. And I'm glad I didn't because I probably would have been real scared. I probably would have scared myself to death. I wouldn't even be doing this damn podcast, <laughs> but it's understandable for someone like myself to be afraid to embrace my natural hair. I wasn't confident enough. I was super scary. I always thought, wondered what other people would think about me. Even as years go by, I would try to talk myself into doing it, but I never could because I lacked the confidence. I always thought of other people in respect to being myself uh, instead of thinking about myself. Who cares what other people thought? But that was my mindset back then. You know, always wondered what people would think, like what they say. But if we shift our mindset to what others may say or think about you, you will then understand it's none of your business what they think about you. And this could be the solution to all things fearful for you. So what got me to be fearless and embracing my natural hair? I want to talk about that because I think it's very important. And the purpose, again, for this podcast is to share stories that other people can relate to and possibly get something out of it. So. For me, it was COVID. COVID was that release for me to be me. I used COVID as a scapegoat to embrace my natural hair. Now, after that traumatic experience of multiple asthma attacks in a hospital, that and, and that not being able to walk shit and couldn't even talk. I mean, all those things and more. It gave me the excuse to announce that I wasn't having it anymore. I'm not doing anything that could be life-threatening to my health, even if it meant no more covering it up with the wigs. And when I say life-threatening to my health, I mean chemical treatments, right? Because at this point, I'm way beyond chemical treatments to my hair. And this might be you as well. You may just need a little life change altering event to happen to you to make you see how important it is to be confident, to embrace your natural hair. But everyone does not get to see these events even if it slaps them in the face. So I'm telling you, I am telling you that you don't need a life-changing event to see you through. 
you see all the times when I kept saying I wanted to go natural before getting sick. It was not like the confidence for me. I was just unsure. And when you don't know anything about something you want to like let let release or expose. For example, taking outside of hair. I had skinny fucking legs when I when I was younger. And I think my legs are still small. But in my teenage years, you know, that's hard to deal with. And I hated my legs. And what made me hate my legs? Other people's opinions about them. My family would tell me to cover my legs because they hurt their eyes. And this had an effect on me, especially if my own family would say it. So I deemed it to be true, of course. And I did not want to hear it from an outsider. So I kept them covered. I didn't want to hurt anybody else's eyes because in my mind, if my family is telling me I hurt their eyes, of course, it's going to be in my mind that I'm going to hurt anybody's eyes. So I kept them covered. I would wear pants. And if I wanted to wear a skirt, it was down my ankles. Sis, I had skirts. (laughs) I'm so glad they was making those. Those skirts was down to my ankles. I was not showing anything. I was not playing. I never had the courage to show them. But by doing this, I am not only covering up the best parts of me, I'm getting used to the fact that they should be covered because I'm not comfortable with them. The same for my hair. So what did I do to come out of that scenario? (laughs) I went shopping one day. I was supposed to hang out with a friend. You know, I was the club goer in my days, 20s, 30s. And um, I like to dress nice. I like to dress sexy and cute despite my legs. Cause I always felt like I was going to find an outfit that matched that qualities of me being fearful of showing things. But one day I went to the store and I saw this outfit. This outfit does show maybe three quarters of my leg. So maybe mid thigh. It was like a, a, a romper Rompers wasn't that popular back then, but it was almost like a romper. And I don't think they were calling them that back then. I'm not sure. I wasn't really too familiar. So I found this nice outfit. And it had, um, it's like shorts. And the top of it had like lace sleeves on it. I was rocking it. I thought it was very nice. So I bought it. Because everybody was talking about how sexy they was going to look. And I wanted to look sexy too. So I was like, Lisa, if you want to look sexy, you got to show something. So I noticed if I showed most of my leg, I would get a blend in. So like, say I can't, I don't wear, even today, I don't wear skirts that are past my knee. They have to be right at the knee or at the top. What I want to, I want to give like a, um, uh, what is it called? to smooth it all out so that it won't look so bad just showing the bottom part, which is the skinny part, (laughs) y'all. So I went out to the club, whatever, and I look hot, you know, one night in this outfit, real talk. Look, it only takes that one time and it was on and popping. I was getting compliments like crazy. And those compliments was going to my head, y'all. Sis, like in episode eight with natural born sister Kiki Lachelle, it was like that first kill. 
you start getting comfortable with doing it. And then you just don't give a fuck what people say. That's just how it goes. So I can also say in that instance, that was an event for me. It wasn't traumatic, but it was an event that led me to keep on going. So let's go to day one of my natural hair exposure, (laughs) right? February, 2019, Harlem, as we call it, Uptown, if you're a New Yorker. Okay, Harlem. I got my hair done at a famous salon owned by two biracial sisters. Now, their names I can't remember, they were very popular, I can say. I think they were even present in the news, like in the media, social media. Not so much social media, but more media because they came out before social media was even popular. Anyway, I went to the shop and got my hair trimmed and I also got a two-strand twist. It was a love-hate situation, but I loved it. You know, I was worried about what others, you know, thought about it, especially my grandmother and my fiance. So it was cold on that day, February day. So I had my hat and after getting my hair done, I put my hat right back over it. I didn't want anyone to see it besides the woman who were already in the salon. And they did compliment me on it, but I wasn't having it. I tried. The hairdo cost me over $100 and I covered it. Damn. $145 to be exact. And I spent about three hours there, three hours of my time because I was getting treatments, trims, and the style alone took a while to do. So, so much so that there were like two people in my head doing that two strand twist. And I couldn't wait till that was over. I couldn't wait. Anyway, when I got back to Brooklyn, my fiance wanted me to send him a picture of how I look because I made that stop to Brooklyn first to check on my grandmother. You know, that's my best friend. She's my bestie. I never knew that was coming when he asked, but I should have because he always, he's always excited to see what I do next to myself, whether it was a hairdo or an outfit, because he was so vain. Look, I bet he thinks this show was about him. (laughs) But anyway, I would take my time. I would try to come up with different poses that my, in my opinion, you know, that I didn't think would look so bad. After 10 minutes, I nailed it. Maybe less than that. Okay, let's just say 10 minutes. And I got the right pose that showed my hand the right position to capture in a photo. Shit, I was impressed. (laughs) And I sent that shit right away. And he replied that he liked it. And that made me happy. It really did. Because my grandmother said nothing. And at the time, I didn't know she did not like to see me with gray hair because of the idea of me being so much younger. She said she couldn't fathom the idea of it. To see her young family with gray hair. I get it. You know, she's older and she doesn't really have gray hair. And then, you know, her younger family does. So I just recently, I just recently found out that she said that she did not want to see any of us younger than her wearing gray. So I tried to convince her that this is a new time, but now she's gotten used to it. It doesn't even bother her as much. She actually, one time she said she liked it. I wonder what. I think I went to a hairdresser appointment and I, of course, always stopped by there. And she said she likes it. And this was my first combination coming out to, you know, with natural gray hair at the time, at that same time. It's like that double whammy I talked about in past episodes. (laughs) It was pressure, man. Y'all, pressure to the fullest, I have to admit. I like the color, you know, it was at the time. It was like more of a darker gray And now it seems to be more of a lighter gray, which I also like as well. So that's cool. 
Anyway, when I got home, I did not allow my fiance to see my hair, even though I sent a picture of it and he said he liked it. Remember, I was working on poses. <laughs> I was working on poses. So for him to see me natural, all, all natural, straight up like that, I, I wasn't ready. Nah. So I threw on a bonnet as soon as I got in the house. It wasn't nothing for him to see me do this because it was routine. So he thought nothing about it. So he would go to work early every morning. He would leave the house like 4.30 in the morning. So he went to work the next morning and I went to work on my hair. I tried everything to make it work. I needed a go-to hairstyle. And although my hair was nicely twisted, it lacked style. It was just a bunch of two-strand twists on my head. It's not, you know, nice and neatly twisted. At least a style would work for me. So what did I do? What did I do? I had those uh, hair weave clips in now. I don't really know how to explain it. So let, let me try. So they, I don't know if they still sell them. They had these weave clips where you can just weave your own hair. So they had different sizes of uh, wefts and the wefts had clips on them. So you would put them in different places in your hair and it would look like you have a weave or something. I thought those were real cool. Um, whoever thought of those, because it's good to have around. I think I still have them because what if your hair needed to be done a certain way and you didn't have money to get your weave tightened or fixed and you just want to wash your hair? You can still throw them shits in there. So I clipped them to my hair and I think the biggest issue for me at the time was length. Um, the two strand twist did not show the real length of my hair. It shrunk. Um, the twist was really done tightly. I think that was my problem because how I go from a style that costs me close to $150 to weave hair clips to satisfy my mojo. What an ordeal, but that was just the first step. <clears throat> Excuse me. After I could not keep up with the clips, it was right back to cornrows and wigs. Man, this embracing stuff was real hard. And I allowed so many past circumstances and fears to not allow me to embrace my natural hair. I feel worse now than I did then. And I regret waiting so long. But it's a relief to be 100%, you know, and not to have fears about your own hair. Fear at the time cost me hundreds of dollars. I can even go into thousands. I mean, from when I was a teenager, using my money that I had my part-time job after school would just be gone on my hair. So what did I do to eliminate my fear? I always covered it up. Back to the wig game, searching and saving for the right ones, of course. But this was the time I was trying to get into gray wigs, but because I wanted to expose the color again. But remember last week I mentioned it was so hard. It was so expensive. So the wig game would go on for a few years till I got sick, but I look back and realize I was really afraid of exposing my natural hair and confidence within us. We were born when we were born, I should say not. We were born, but when we were born, because children have no reason to be feel fearful until they are exposed to something that makes them afraid or an adult tells them or lets them know that they should be afraid. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm having throat issues here. And this is a natural instinct for adult, or for us adults because we've experienced fear on different levels and we know what to be fearful of and what not. So to me, fear is a mindset. So you made the determination to be afraid in most instances, but you know, being afraid could be straight legit. 
but it's still a mindset. So it needs to be shifted in order to make a change. Being happy is also a mindset. So once you're able to do the things that you are already fearful of, you have defeated fear and controlled your mindset. And being confident almost, you know, not almost, but also eliminates fear. And how do we become confident? There are many ways to embrace confidence. I, myself, I do affirmations. You should hear me doing affirmations. I feel conceited. I'd be like, you are beautiful. You know, things like that. And I remember when I first started doing stuff like that, I'm like, oh God, Lisa, you conceited. But no, it's not being conceited. It's being confident. You know, I don't care. I I never even thought of myself as being pretty or beautiful. I, I was just being me. So to say that, it does something to your mindset. It shifts it really, really good. If you are consistent with it, you have to be consistent because, you know, things don't just work off the whim. You have to have consistency, right? Because I was told by someone long ago, if you can believe you can achieve. And that's what affirmations do for you. In addition to affirmations, just do it. Okay, just do it. And I thought I was just doing it when I got my first two strand twist and I froze and it took me right back to my embracement issue. So I just wasn't ready and it's okay to try and not be ready. But the most important thing is you tried sis. And that's just one step forward for you to know that you can try it again. Even if your first try is like only a few minutes, an hour, it's a step. And again, Just bring in consistency with that and it'll work its way there. Look, some of us need others. And that is why it's important to create this podcast because it is to help those who need to make the first step. Hearing stories of guests when they are on the show is an inspirational way of helping you with that first step. And some of us may need someone else to take their hand. That's a lot of us. Shit, that was me at one time. I always tell you, I wish someone had this idea back in the days and I'll be good now. I'm, I'm good now, but I'm saying I'll be good earlier. So this is why I sit on the side of the fence because it was me at one time and I did not have anyone who would take my hand. Look, Natural Born Sister is more than a t-shirt brand or a podcast. It's a movement. There are several hand-holding events inspirational events, hands-on and more. So don't miss out. If you are a member of that kinky in the kitchen discussion group on Facebook, you should be. But because that there is where it will all go down. It will go down in that group. It won't go down in the DMs. It'll definitely go down in the group. So don't miss out. So if you're a member, you won't miss a beat. I'm telling you, if you want to talk about it, I'm here for it. I love talking to my sisters. It brings me joy to do it. And I've helped enough women to know that this shit works. If you don't believe me, go to the group and ask. We have several natural born sisters there that you can ask. One, Jessica Billups. We also have Deatra Gonzalez Townsend. I have to say her name slowly. (laughs) We also have Taylor Brianna. We have Naturelle Brown. We have Katisha Filbert. I mean, the list goes on. You can ask them. Post your question without fear. You can even tag them. 
Each of them have their own skill when it comes to natural hair. And trust me, no question is stupid. Trust, trust, trust. And ask the sisters and they will tell you. And if it is a stupid question, in which I still believe there are none, but some of y'all going to fight me on this, so I'm, I'm just going to give in on it. <laughs> all, all it's going to do is spark up a conversation. That's it. And so what? That's what we need, right? You never know. That one conversation you may have may be that conversation to change your life. So let's spark up a conversation, whether in private or in the group, myself, someone else will have that answer for you. I promise. Listen, confidence is that key element. You need to create your entire embracement of your natural hair. Create your affirmations and use that every day until comfort sets in. Create a list of five affirmations and put them on a mirror, on your dresser, maybe even in your car, right? Or maybe... In the kitchen, if that's the place that you most frequent, so it can be seen the most. And once you get used to it, what other people say or think is not going to even matter. It's not even going to bother you. And if you want to start your boldness, post them in the Facebook group so that others can be inspired by your thoughts. Imagine that. Oh, that is so dope. I just thought of that. So imagine that if you get that feeling, right, that your feeling of fear will no longer be because. Now you have the responsibility to maintain that position so that others can benefit from your affirmations. So your affirmation could put someone else in a different position positively. You get it? Try it. Let me know. All of this is going to do is prepare you for our first big person event. So prepare yourself for great things to come. You got this. You know, you got this. And you know what else you got? A reason to do it. You may be natural and haven't found your go-to hairstyle. We got you. You may be trying to go natural, but struggling on what to do with your hair. We got you. You may want to tell your story so that it will help that next new mom or young lady in the middle school or even high school or even you. Telling your story helps you. You should hear the things these women are talking about. Ever since I told my story, and they're getting a little spicy too, and I love it. I've been very confident. You can even tell like they changed a little bit, a couple of them. And I love it. So we got you. So there's no excuse when you have the support right here to see you through. So let's do this. Make a list of all the bad things associated with your hair that's chemically treated from damaged hair to bad health. Research. Go crazy with it. I bet you it will help you. I bet you will see things differently and change your mindset about embracing your natural hair. You've got to make the decision to do it. No one can make it for you, but they can support you. And remember, you are what you want to be. And natural is what you can be. So let's do this. And don't forget, we're bringing you kinky content in the kitchen every Wednesday on your favorite cast and YouTube. And of course, my t-shirt is the Natural Born Sister T with logo. Go get you one, sis. Be rocking it well. Peace. That's all for today. What feelings are you left with? Do you have questions, thoughts? DM on IG at Natural Born Sister and let's talk about it. Oh, and don't forget to leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They really help us grow and reach more women who need company on their hair journey. We'll chat it up next week.